0: Angkor are a brilliant up-and-coming band with a fusion of kind of metalcore and dance thrown in for good measure and they recently finished a tour of major European cities including London where I caught up with vocalist Jesse Williams to talk about the band's sound, her screen vocal delivery techniques and how the band is evolving over time. Now you'll notice halfway through this interview there's some vibrations and basically an earthquake because the support band blaze the trail started their set during the interview and sound really carried in that venue in fact the entire backstage kitchen area was shaking so that will be why that happens look out for that one but in the meantime having explained that Enjoyed this chat I had with Anchor's Jesse Williams. We are in Moth Club in London. As I understand it, this is your first gig in London,
1: is, it is. right? It is. Yeah, first time.
0: Now, I know the band is based in Catalonia, mm-hmm. but you yourself are from Bristol, right? Yeah. How has it taken to this point? Why is this the right point in your band's history to hit London as your gig?
1: Oh, I think it was about time that we came <laughs> to London, to be honest. We've had to wait a very long time to come to London. Um, and I wish we played, like, we had more dates in the UK, but unfortunately, this time it's only London. But I think we've waited too long.
0: To right. Go. Just to add to that fire, uh, one of the viewers of the channel wrote in the Energizer Bunny, quite a name. Uh, <laughs> they've said, When are you touring North America? Mm-hmm. So, like, baby steps, right? You've done London now. I mean, I don't think you can answer that question necessarily, but do you get a lot of fans asking you, please come to my town wherever it is in the world yeah. because of the virtue of the internet, I Yeah, imagine.
1: And that happens a lot with the States, and it happens a lot with Brazil. Come to Brazil is a comment we always get. Come to Brazil, come to Brazil. Indonesia is well, we get that a lot. Um, yeah, we get that a lot with a lot of different countries, but the States is one of them. Right. But mm, I can't say if we're touring the States yet. Fair. I can tell you we're going to India. Okay. Which is, very cool which well. is
0: equivalent distance from <laughs> the other direction, yeah, I suppose.
1: exactly. The, the opposite way around, but yeah.
0: Now, I've uh, discovered your <clears throat> band via your song, Prisoner, uh, many months ago, and I saw that. And what I've enjoyed is the blend of all kinds of sounds within that. Mm-hmm. But imagine what's tricky is, how would you describe your band's sound to someone Ooh. who hasn't heard you before? <clears throat>
1: well, that's a tough question. Mm. That's very You're tough. Welcome. <laughs> um, Oh, I don't know. It's just a fusion of of everything we like, not just metal. Obviously, the base of everything is metal, but we're very into pop as well. So maybe pop metal.
0: Sure. Nice. Because even dark beat and I think to a degree stereo as well, there's a kind of dance. Mm -hmm. There's moments where everything kind of drops off acoustic instrument wise and just goes with the dance. How Mm -hmm. does that come into your sound? Where's that coming from? Who's producing that and creating that?
1: Um, It's us. We do it ourselves. Obviously, we have, like, loads of different influences as well. Now we have Eleni. Um, she was the last one to join the band. And she has, like, very good taste in music, too. So she's helped a lot with that. Um, but it's mm-hmm. normally us that, that produce everything. And then, obviously, we get help. Like, sure. The rest, but, yeah. All
0: right. It's us. Yeah, I, and since listening to the, the more recent singles that have come out, I've gone back and listened to uh, White Dragon, your, your most mm-hmm. recent album. And it, I think it's a decent record and there's moments of gold. But I would say... The most recent songs are on a different planet. Yeah. Has there been something that's changed in the songwriting process or the production-wise that between those those moments?
1: Uh, yes, quite a lot has changed. I have to say as well that album um, we wrote it between like twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen, so it's been it's a quite long, a long, long time. Uh, we've changed as well. Um, our taste. I wouldn't say it's changed, but it's evolved. Hmm. Um, and I'd say we, we've like the music's grown with us, and we've become a bit more serious, maybe. Let's say in okay. a way, like if if you listen to the songs, we are going to perform songs from from White Dragon today, and and we have um, people tell us uh, that when you listen to the songs live, sure, it feels different to listening to the album as well. Like the sound of all the songs now with the new ones is a bit more similar Right, as more well.
0: yeah, that makes but, sense. Yeah. Yeah, in fairness, we're talking a five-year gap of yeah. kind of production. Obviously,
1: someone else, like a different person, mixed the album as well, mastering. Yeah. There's a lot of things there that have changed, but uh, I think mostly us, of course, we've changed a lot.
0: Sure, and I saw in a, a video of a bunch of facts about your band that you did mm. some years ago, you all lived in a house together. Is that still the case, or was that an experiment that you that ran for a That sounds like a while?
1: cult saying it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like
0: a cult. That's what it was. <laughs> We lived... um, Well, it sounded like a very practical decision. You don't have to travel to rehearse. It's just in the living room. It wasn't
1: all of us, though. It was uh, David, Fito, the two guitar players, and me. And then Fito's girlfriend. Um, But it was very practical, I have to say. We rented a big house. Um, We had the garage there, and we rehearsed. We filmed our videos. And that's where, when COVID-19 happened, that's where we were. So it was actually... like We were in the best place we could be, because we worked a lot. And at least we were all together. In that big house.
0: So oh, that's the idea you're in a bubble with your band, you yep. can just produce content yep. and covers and things. Yep. Nice. Totally. Okay. And now, at what point did you link up with uh, Eleni, Eleni Nota? Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Because I think she's an apps. I mean, I'm a drummer first and foremost. Okay. And she's a powerhouse on the drums. Oh, she. Um, how did you, you get in touch with her? Um,
1: that, well, we knew her from her former band, Navozam. Right. And we share, we have a common friend was the singer like the former singer of nervosa she's one of eleni's best friends and she's a great friend of ours as well and at the time we were looking for a drummer um we had a few issues with a drummer that we had contacted drummers
0: are terrible. yeah a drummers can...
1: <laughs> you get it they're mad <laughs> um so we contacted eleni like 10 days before a show we didn't have a drummer for that show Damn. and we wrote her a message saying ah oh, we'd, we'd love you to be part of anchor and she said, yes, immediately, learned the songs and came to Spain like seven days, seven or eight days later. We rehearsed a couple of times and she played her first show, like 10 days after telling her to join the band. And I can imagine Crazy. she crushed it. Oh, she did. Yeah, she okay. did. She's amazing. I love her. <laughs> she is, She's great. Yeah, she's
0: very cool. Um, in terms of yourself and your, your performance in the band, so you're the vocalist you have such a variety of vocal deliveries you do. There's obviously there's clean vocals, there's screen vocals, mm-hmm. there's also kind of spoken words, yeah. kind of moments in there. How do you know or decide in a song which version of your delivery to give?
1: I think you just feel it with the music. I don't think it's, it's something that we like, that you can decide, like I'm gonna do this here, <laughs> or do that there. I think it, it's just born that way. You just feel it, I think. I wouldn't know how to answer that question, like... Well,
0: that's... No, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, some of them might go, well, I... I don't know, I'm just imagining things now, but I don't know if it's <laughs> lyrically driven or whether it's, yeah, sonically... I guess, yeah, sometimes, obviously,
1: similar. yeah, with well, the lyrics, that would have to do as well, of course, depending on what, what you're going to sing. Obviously, if it's something powerful, but... Uh, I don't know. I think it, it depends on the moment, to be honest, and, and how you feel when you're writing that song. Nice.
0: And what was your introduction to, wow, I mean, I don't- Earthquake! These mics are very close. It's possible that that's not picked up, but we'll we'll, we'll see what happens in the edit. (laughs) Um, What was your introduction into scream vocals as a technique to learn and hone and and add in your own music? Uh,
1: The first time I heard a woman screaming was uh, with Flyleaf, with I'm So Sick by Flyleaf. And I remember listening to that song, probably 2010 or 11. And I thought, oh, I wanna do that. Oh, that's amazing. So I started learning watching YouTube videos, which is probably not the best idea. I, I should've should done it. Is that
0: advice? do we tell people that's? Don't do it.
1: <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't advise to do that. I would advise to take proper lessons. So I started doing it that way. And it was a for a few years until I realized that I was forcing too much. Right. And then I had to change drastically. So from White Dragon, um, to the new singles, in that period of time is when I decided to change the technique. And then I started taking lessons, um, some of them with Melissa Cross, for example, um, and decided to do fry screaming, which for me is like the, at least the most comfortable way of screaming. And it's a lot better. Lessons always, 100%. Don't don't trust YouTube.
0: (laughs) Certainly if you want longevity, and if you want to have, like this is the last night of your tour, your voice sounds very much intact mm-hmm. and, and fine and ready to go, which yep. doesn't make sense. And then if how what's your sound setup like in terms of do you have in ears uh, mm-hmm. the shows because the risk of forcing it live if you have bad monitors? Oh yeah, no, 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 in ears
1: always, yeah. always. I, I think it would be so strange to do a show now without in ears. Like you become at first when you start it, it feels so weird as well when you, when you use them for the first times um, and you hate it. But then once you get used to it, there's no turning back. Fair. Mm.
0: In terms of your style and direction, there was a question from someone as well asking, what influence anime and Japanese rock has on your musical styles? Oh, a lot. Okay, where's that coming from? How was that introduced originally?
1: We, like, all of us watch anime all the time. Like, we're big, big, big fans of anime. So I think that sticks to you. Like, listening to all the openings normally, like, if we're in the car or at home, uh, David and I will play like Naruto openings. So instead of playing a CD, we'll just put openings wow. or Dragon Ball openings. That's pretty into So and we do that all the time. So I think it, it has a very big influence on us, to be honest. Yeah. And with Fito and Julio, it's the same thing. Exact same thing. Like we're always watching and like anime and listening to Japanese music as well.
0: Okay. So yeah, there's no doubt that's going <laughs> to. No, come there's in no the... doubt. <laughs>
1: Fair.
0: And what about in the in the metal world? Are are there current artists that you all kind of jointly listen to or enjoy or just yourself that maybe you're drawing influence from or you're trying not to be influenced by other bands? How do you maintain uh,
1: that? I, I would say I don't like to get influenced by other bands, but I'd be lying to you, because obviously when you listen to music, you're already influenced. Mm. Um, but I try and keep it separately, but some bands that I listen to a lot and that I really like would be, for example, Falling in Reverse, um, Bad Omens, uh, Memphis May Fire, but like very melodic choruses, um, but as well, with like screams and strength in it. Sure. Heaviness.
0: Falling in reverse makes a lot of sense to me. The kind of <laughs> that balance of the scream, the harshness, but also the. Yeah, very there you go, Ronnie choruses. does everything. Yeah, yeah. But, and also surprising twists during the song as yep. well. Yeah. Of... True. Nice, makes sense. <laughs> in terms of yourselves, how, how has the tour been? This is the last night. It, this is your first time in London. How was it? It's, I was watching it on Instagram, it looks like it was pretty lively. What is yep. your sense? going into the final night of this tour announcement?
1: Uh, I'd it, I, I say it's been magical. Like, to be honest, and I'm being very honest now, it's been amazing. Um, we've had a great time. It's been a lot better than we expected it to be. Uh, the crowd, like, it's been amazing. Um, and every night has felt, like, very magical. And there's this connection to the people in the audience as well that I, I love. And I'm sure it's going to be the same today. Actually, we have friends as well coming today, so okay, I think it's going to be a very special night tonight. And we're, we're very happy and sad that it's coming to an end.
0: Sure. There was another big gig you had recently, which was, it sounded like it was a last minute call up to do Vakin.
1: Mm hmm. How <laughs> was that
0: as an experience for yourselves on that stage? Crazy. It, that was
1: crazy. Um, it was a great experience. Like, we'd never played um, such a big festival.
0: Did you feel ready in the moment, or did you feel like we're going we're to have to pull Oh, I felt like together. I was going <laughs> to shit my pants at the moment.
1: <laughs> but, but. Uh, once we came out, performed the first song, that's it. Nice. Uh, we had a great time, we really enjoyed it, and we're very happy to be back next yes, year next as well. Next year,
0: Very yep. exciting. Yeah. I've not been to Vacant, is it the same stage, Snorro? Do you know what stage you're playing? Uh,
1: no, I don't okay. know yet. We're still a long be there time with to some go, but, but. What
0: would be some other bucket list items for your band that you're, you're hoping and dreaming to do or play at some point? Or are you just very much a in the moment, Let's just see where we go.
1: Um, I'm very happy with everything that we're doing now and all the things that are coming, like for next year, we have quite big plans as well. Um, but I think it's like very common and typical answer, but I, I want to tour the world and just make music, write more songs and, and play for everyone. Nice. Yeah.
0: So, Energizer Bunny, eventually, Thank you. North America. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, it will happen. <laughs> yeah. um, and you've had a slew of singles, I guess to wrap it up, what, are they gonna potentially build to a, a traditional album record, or do you think in terms of albums anymore? What's your upcoming musical
1: um, deliveries? Well, now we're gonna continue with, with two more chapters to finish like the story that we have going on now. Um, we have f- chapter five and six, and they're gonna be released in that order. We're not changing the orders for now. So it's gonna be five and six, um, and we'll probably put these together in a physical edition, obviously. Um, tonight, for example, we're selling um, these wooden cards, USB sticks with the first four singles um, so that people can have something physical for now. Right. But the idea is to release something physical when we finish the chapters. Nice.
0: Yeah. Something to look forward to. Though. Yes. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you very much for your time. I know we're kind thank of short you. time here. We've got, I'm looking forward to seeing the end of your support band and then yourselves uh, to you. speak tonight. Appreciate it. Thank you. I hope you
1: enjoy the show. Thank you. I'm sure thank I will. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much.
0: Thank you again to Angkor and their management for setting up that interview. I really hope you enjoyed that conversation. You should check out their music on your favorite streaming platform now. And if you're interested, I did a 60-second live review of their gig in London, which is either available on the screen right now or you can find a link in the description. Thank you for watching.